0: Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, wherever you are, and whenever it is, I hope you're having a super fantastic start, middle, or end of your day. This is Robert Bolden, Life Transformed, and this is Coffee and Christ, my weekly share of the daily process that has literally, you all, transformed my life, and I don't say that lightly. What Jesus has done in my life, he is my big brother. He calms me in storms. He celebrates with me in successes. He keeps me focused on love, each and every minute of each and every day. And I've learned so much from him over this period of time since I allowed him into my life and that has been phenomenal. So no matter where you're at on your journey, that's my experience with Jesus. So share with me your experiences as well with Jesus, I'd love to hear about it. Um, Those things are what it's all about in my humble opinion. And if you haven't had an experience with Jesus, I encourage you to give it a try. Listen, there is no downside. I can tell you that. Zero downside. All right, let's jump right into the verse of the day. Therefore, everyone who hears these words of mine and puts them into practice is like a wise man who built his house on the rock. Here for this, this is a pretty famous verse. I'm very familiar with it. Uh, Matthew 7 24. <clears throat> First of all, I say to myself when I read this, Do I want to be wise? Yes, wouldn't I want to be known as a wise person? So I'm gonna do what this says because I want to be known as a wise person, I want to be wise. others, I want to set the example by being wise. Because that's what Jesus did. Jesus' wisdom was the example he set for us. So how do I do that? Well, when I hear words from Jesus, guess what? I put them into practice. I go out and I do it to the best of my ability. That's all go out and do it to the best of my ability. And that's, I think, the message from this verse. Just go and do your best at putting into practice what you hear when you're in the Word. So that the prerequisite, of course, is to be in the Word. And that is one of the reasons I am in the Word every day. I've amped up that to a quiet time in the afternoon. And I've I've planned a prayer time in the evening, which I have not been as diligent about. So I've got to I've got to create a a habit prompt around that one. But the point is, just be in the Word as much as you can be. Morning is always, I feel like, the best way to start. First thing in the morning, before you do anything else, get out of bed, get in the Word. That's the way you start that habit. And... It's gonna serve you, I guarantee you. It will make your life better. No doubt in my mind. All right, let's go to devotional. And the topic today is, it's slowly winding here. This is bold move number five. These are Jesus's bold moves. Lead from the back. So they're showing a picture. I'll read about it. The steps in this picture are where Pentecost happened, where the city gathered to hear the disciples speak in their native tongues. Peter preached 3,000 people got saved and the church was born right here on these steps. Wow, that's crazy. What's interesting is that the leader of our movement left. He wasn't physically present for this event. His power and authority remained, but he went to be with his father. His first followers led the multiplication of the early church. What was the last thing he told them? Usually our final words are most important, right? And there's another picture. This is the view from the mountain where Jesus gave the disciples the great commission. This is what they saw as he said, go into all the world and make disciples. There you go. Jesus' last words go into all the world. I'm writing that in my journal. And make disciples. And you know, we've all heard that. I shouldn't say we've all heard it. I've heard it. Maybe you've heard it. And what does that mean? Well, let's see what what insight this devotion gives us. Our movement is a disciple-making movement. Jesus' strategy wasn't just to make disciples, it was to make disciples who could make disciples. We don't just teach people to follow Jesus, we teach them to teach others. So I'm gonna write that down. To be a disciple, We teach others and teach others to teach others. That's very interesting. I like that. Jesus built the movement by teaching his people to make disciples, not just be disciples. Ah, interesting. Did you know shepherds lead from the back? How can you lead from the back? See, this is very good. I like it. Well, they find what's called a lead animal in the flock. They get it heading in the right direction and the flock follows the lead animal. The shepherd walks behind the flock, making sure none of the other sheep go off course or get left behind. Good shepherds aren't threatened by lead animals. They don't try to control them. They help them find a course that's aligned with where the flock need to go, and then they let them run. As disciple makers, we need the courage and security to release responsibility and authority in equal measure, and and then let people run, even if it means they outrun us. Are you threatened by someone you should be empowering? No, I can unequivocally say that no is or no is the case for me. Uh, our leadership team on Life Transformed, we're all, we're all equal voice in within Life Transformed. You know, God put this vision on my heart. I took the initiative to start Life Transforms. I think there's a natural tendency. This is interesting for people within the community to look to me. So maybe I'm the lead animal (laughs) that, that, that they're referring to here. And God is just pointing me in the right direction. This is good. I think that's exactly what it is so I'm running God is the one guiding us Jesus is leading us from behind he's the good shepherd and he's leading us into this community where we are teaching others we're putting together courses we're encouraging and we, you know, you don't have to be a follower of Jesus to join our community Which is so good, but then as far as being able to teach within our community, you have to be a follower of Jesus. So, isn't that good? We've kind of got a disciple model going on right now. I transform. I'm just going to write this down. this is really good you can see how something like this just it it fits right into in this case my life but also into your life depending on where you're at and what's going on that's where this is so powerful I love it see so For me, this gives me insight into what's going on within our our community right now, gives me wisdom, wisdom that I can share with the group going forward, which will in turn give them more insight on their roles and how we move forward to become disciples, not just learning all we can about Jesus, but he did say we're supposed to make disciples. So that is a key takeaway for me. I've been focusing a lot on being like Jesus, learning those things, and they, and, and this is probably my opportunity to take it a next step further. Ah, it's so good. So, so good. Okay, so that's a great example of how um, the Word can live inside of me, inside of you, and just take on a whole new meaning and give you... Brand new awareness. Ah, so good. Okay, let's see the verses that they talk about. Uh, Matthew twenty-eight. Then eleven disciples went to Galilee to the mountain where Jesus had told them to go. When they saw him, they worshipped him. But some doubted. Then Jesus came to them and said, "All authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me. Therefore, go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit." teaching them to obey everything I have commanded you and surely I am with you always to the very end of the age so good alright I'm going to save this let's see just choosing so if you follow me on Instagram Instagram I think it's Be Bolden 18. You'll see that this is part of my routine in the morning. All right. That was so good. So hopefully something is coming to your heart as a result of this. Um, I'll read one more devotion. I think we have enough time to do that. A happy heart. God's promise through Paul. God's promise, God will meet all your needs. That's Philippians 4, 19. My promise, I will trust God to meet my needs. Yep, I will trust God to meet my needs. What needs are you struggling to place at the feet of God? How can you grow to trust in this area? So there's a question for you. Um, I feel like this is my life um, right now as I reflect what needs are you struggling to place at the feet of God. I, I think I'm not in a struggle mode in any of my needs right now. So I think I'm in a good place. I know I'm in a good place. So continuing to move forward and just being aware if I ever sense a struggle, I've got Jesus right there by my side. And I surrender that to his easy yoke. That's what I do. Okay, Galatians 1. I want you to know, brothers and sisters, that the gospel I preach is not of human origin. I did not receive it from any man, nor was I taught it. Rather, I received it by revelation from Jesus Christ. For you have heard my previous way of life in Judaism how intensely I persecuted the church of God and tried to destroy it. Of course, this is Paul, formerly Saul. I was advancing in Judaism beyond many of my own age among my people and was extremely zealous for the traditions of my fathers. But when God, who set me apart from my mother's womb and called me by his grace, was pleased to reveal his son in me so that I might preach him among the Gentiles, my immediate response was not to consult any human being. Boom, shakalaka. Yes, the answer is always within you. If you receive Jesus into your heart and you have the Holy Spirit, the answer is always within you. And I submit, even before you do that, the answer is always within you. You, you, know, you, you hear about intuition, which is what I knew about before God. And you know, you'd always hear, follow your intuition. Well, I think that is God in you because we're all children of God. And the fun part is when you accept God into your heart, you accept Jesus to be the leader of your life, then he gives you the Holy Spirit, God in you. So this transition from intuition to Holy Spirit is like a game changer. It's like, boom, it's like nothing you can imagine. It really is. The experience that I had and continue to have is, that's why it's called Life Transformed. It is transforming. There is no doubt about it. So if you don't have that, go get some. It's so good. All right, that'll wrap us up for today. Thank you so much for joining me. Subscribe to the podcast, share it with your friends. If you got something out of this, whatever it was, take the time, slow down, Take a minute to send me a message and just say, hey, thanks for that. Thank, here's what I got out of the podcast today. It's not for me. It's just a way to honor honor God and to say, oh, God, thank you so much. You don't even have to send me a message. Thank God, you know. But it's cool to see how God is working in other people because then maybe I can share your story because that's really what it's all about, isn't it? sharing how Jesus impacts each one of us into the world. And that's the way we're going to attract others and make disciples, which is what we are called to do. Go and make disciples. All right. Take care. We'll see you next time. We have another pod dropping on Monday or on Instagram, Facebook, Pinterest. There's links in the, and the show notes that you can get in touch with us on any of those platforms. So have a great rest of your morning, afternoon, or evening. Until next time.